Uh, I think like people, I think people will just realize that they don't, they don't need them anymore. They will realize that they don't need anything to fill the void because they just don't need podcasts. <laughs> Welcome to the official Dunks and Checks In podcast. Uh, we, this is the show where every episode we break down one minute of the 1996-8 film Dunstan Checks In, and we pair that minute with another feature film. I'm Lord Andrew. I'm Diet Coke. And this is our final episode of the show. We have finally served our, we have finally like finished our, our sentence cosmically. We have finally atoned <laughs> for what we have done. Yeah, uh, for or at least the, we will have at the end of this episode. I, I think this is, you know, for all the good and enjoyment that we got from Super Mario Brothers and the Super Mario Brothers Minute, this this is that the pain and suffering. <laughs> yeah, this is sort of the the, the calm down. This is the <laughs> this is the pain that we necessarily must inflict upon ourselves to make up for the euphoria we felt. <laughs> this is the hangover uh, from the Super Mario Brothers Minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but in. For this final minute, uh, it is not paired with one film, but with two films. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, it, it was more or less a joint effort, I'd say, because yeah. it's it, we, in that usual style. I, You know, we alley-oop each other's shot. That's true. We do do that. And uh, so we're going to, at some point, be talking about Paddington and Paddington 2. Hell yeah. We needed some soft comfort, so we loaded ourselves up a double dose of Paddington. <laughs> uh, but let's, for just a brief moment, let's look at the credits. Or at least I will, and, and you can uh, cringe along, I think. Yeah. So there are special thanks in this in this minute of credits. Mm-hmm. And I want to investigate some of the special thanks. One of them is for the Southwestern University School of Law. Now, why do you think they're getting a special thanks? Southwest, what was it? Southwestern University School of Law. Southwestern. Okay, I was trying to figure out if it was if this was an accepted situation, if this was the South Harmon Institute of Technology situation. Um, that's right. I'm the kind of person who remembers the full name of the school where the joke was it spelled out shit in the movie Accepted. Oh. A movie that nobody should love or have time for in their hearts. Is that the one with Tom Green or the one with Jack Black or are they both in both of them? No, Jack Black is Orange County. Yeah, and not, in fact, neither of them are in Accepted to my knowledge. Uh, it's, a, it's a Justin Long situation, if I recall oh. correctly. Oh. I want to say, uh, I want to say one of the kids from that movie, Sex Drive, is in it. Yeah, who's that? D- DJ Qualls. He's probably in there. Oh, Jonah Hill's in it. Mm. Look at the first three names. What a weird movie! Because it's 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 two of these three. I would say were caught, were on their way up in terms of fame, and I think Justin right. Long was already on his way down. Sorry, Justin. What um, year was this? Twenty eleven, two thousand eight, two thousand six. Oh. Ready? That's early. Yeah, give me him. Just as long as the first name. Second mm. name, Jonah Hill. Third name, Blake Lively. Whoa. Yeah, I did not remember Blake Lively was in this movie. Wow. Lewis Black is in it. When Lewis Black is acting in your movie, you, you, that's a problem. Well, I mean, I like Inside Out, but he that is just a voice performance. Yeah. Look, look at the other, look at the live action movies he's in. Accepted, Man of the Year, the movie where Robin Williams becomes president. Yeah. 
Um, that one makes the, total sense to me. The Last Laugh, starring mm-hmm. Chevy Chase and Richard Dreyfus from mm-hmm. 2019. That was, I believe that's a Netflix original. I believe so, too. The Book of Dog. Book of Dog? <laughs> Is that somehow yeah. a sequel to The Book of Eli? I couldn't tell you. Something called Better Off Single. You see what I mean? You see, yeah, there, yes. There's a theme here. What is, has Lewis Black appeared in any John Stewart films? Didn't John Stewart just make a political comedy? I don't. You know, I, I haven't been following John Stewart. <laughs> That's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's wild that he wanted to make movies and nobody wants to watch them, right? Nobody wanted that. Yeah, I think I think also a lot of the people like me who watch The Daily Show a lot. Uh, kind of in retrospect realized that he he kind of always sucked a little. Mm-hmm. And uh, we certainly don't want to hear from him as a director. <laughs> <laughs> he made something called Irresistible 2020 release date for this thing. Uh, Democratic mm. strategist helps strategist. That's how you say that world. Yeah. Oh, definitely. that world <laughs> helps a retired veteran run for mayor in a small conservative Midwest town. And it's mm-hmm. Steve Carell mm-hmm. and Rose Byrne. Mm-hmm. That's a movie. <laughs> yep, written and directed by John Stewart. All right, so Southwestern University School of Law. Do you think they they provided ape law to oh, them? Oh yeah, they probably provided some ape law consultation. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, Weebies Bakery. Use, you got to use Vern Troyer and the gloves here. <laughs> it, it, otherwise, it's a violation of ape law. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. That was a good. That was a good joke that I just I tried to run past. <laughs> Weebies Bakery and Weebies. I, or, or, Steve or, Weebies. Now it's the way I just it's it's this is the word Webby with one B. Okay. So that's I, I'm saying Weeby, but it could be Webby, and that's they just lost a B. Maybe it's uh maybe I maybe this bakery is having a weird opposite issue that Steve Weeby had. You know Steve Weeby. Oh yeah. Maybe maybe it's actually Weeps. Oh. Remember how uh, in King of Kong they were always calling him Weep, but it's Weeby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so a bakery. I, I could only presume they helped with cakes, perhaps? Yeah, maybe they were, they were crafty on this movie. Now, the last thank, special thanks is one word. Escada. Escada? Uh huh. E S C A D A, and I looked uh, it up. Okay, I was about to and ask. It's a, it's a clothing company that has been around since the seventies, and from the look of it, I think they provided Mrs. Dubrow's outfits. Oh, oh that makes sense to me. <laughs> that makes a lot. I think we talked about Mrs. Dubrow's outfit, and and someone on here, someone on this very podcast, was suggesting that we should pay attention to the credits to figure out who provided her costume. Do you remember this happening? Was that you? No. But oh, I remember okay. this happening. I remember a guest at one point saying that. Hmm. Unless I have fully hallucinated this moment. I mean, it, it sounds correct. I'll <laughs> tell you that much. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if they... I don't remember seeing the specific credit for, you know, uh, for the wardrobe there, but... I think this, your theory checks out. Yeah. Much like Dunstan. <laughs> <laughs> at the end well he checks out but then he, the movie, he's he always checks he's, back in again yeah yeah um now there's some other credits things here um 
there's a little note about how this orangutan used in this film is capture born. Now, what does that mean? <laughs> well, it's not. They didn't take a wild orangutan. Okay. It was capture born. That's how they say it. What? So, what so does that mean, though? <laughs> that Samson was born in captivity. Okay. And um, so it kind of sounds like they just captured an orangutan's mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess you just is, need the mom, really. At certain, at a certain point. Yeah, certain that point. is. That is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, but because there, there's an additional note there where it's like, you know, there's it is like illegal to own these animals in some areas or something. So they're trying to say, hey, you know, don't, don't do this. this. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to say, don't do this thing that we did and are profiting <laughs> yeah. from. Yeah, <laughs> like. Okay. Um, now there's a there's a song credit here at the end. Very few song credits. Oh. Um, uh, of course, presumably there's a song credit for Blair for "Have Fun Go Mad." There is, but then the second song credit is for a song called "Ooh Wow," and the song is performed by Buckwheat Zydeco. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I just really every time I saw it in my in my watches here. I had to, uh, my eye was drawn to ooh, wow, because it's three O's and then H, a dash, and then wow. Yeah. Uh, That's fun. And and then my final note is that this film was uh, produced and created by 20th Century Fox, which is now just called 20th Century, I think. Yeah, 20th Century, I think, is what it's called now. And uh, so that means that Dunson checks in should be uh, it's going to be on Disney Plus, right? That's what that's what the this whole podcast was announcing that at the end, right? That's, <laughs> that's what why they were they paying hired us, us to, to do. make the official that's Dunson why, checks in podcast. That's why Universal hired us. Exactly. Because. Forget all that nonsense we said about a lawsuit on a previous uh, episode. We got in trouble <laughs> for saying that <laughs> because of the details of the lawsuit. So Paddington. Paddington. <laughs> And Paddington 2. Um, You've never seen them. I had never seen them before, prior to this moment. So I'm so glad I brought, I, I was able to, you know, share the joy, you know? Yeah, you've been a real Paddington evangelist for a while now. Yeah. True. Um, you, you saw, walk me through your history with Paddington since you actually I, have history with Paddington. I'm gonna, tell you i don't believe i watched the first one in theaters but i definitely watched the second one in theaters that sounds right to me i I I feel like a lot of people had that journey with paddington yeah paddington was kind of a sleeper hit uh the first one it's worth noting paddington 97 percent on rotten tomatoes paddington Mm. 2 100 percent on rotten (laughs) tomatoes yeah i i think it's definitely something where people thought paddington this is like an old character it's a kid's movie but every single person who's seen Paddington is walks away with joy in their heart. That's you know? correct, I would say. And uh, then when the second one came out, it was I had to see it in theaters. Of course. Yeah. Do, they, do you want to uh, hear about my what what my theater experience? Yes, I would like to hear your theater experience. I, I believe this was at the um, our, our our one of our nearby theaters that has few screens and shows mostly foreign films. Okay. Uh, Are you being vague on purpose? <laughs> yeah, I'm being vague on purpose. Okay. I can't remember if we've ever mentioned the names of our movie theaters that we go to besides like the Frida. Yeah. And it's not the Frida. Um, so it's the Long Beach Art Cinema? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, then those are the only two I know in our area. <laughs> okay, well, it was a... And I, it was... Now in that the, the theater Bay was, Theater is closed. 
it was me yeah it was me and one other person at, in this theater watching oh sure and um they Classic. were sitting s- several rows in front of me um and by the end of paddington 2 as tears filled my eyes i i hoped that they were crying too it was a real <laughs> i, I definitely like, cried during paddington 2 i'll, I'll say seen, that right away I've seen Paddington 2 three times now. Once in the theater, <laughs> once before this, and then this. And this time I thought, I thought, I know the ending. I know how emotional it is. It's not going to get me. And it, it hit me hard. It gets you. Yeah. Paddington, Paddington gets you. Yeah. He's just a nice bear. He's a nice, he's a, such a nice bear. I would do anything for Paddington. The, the, honestly, the idea of anyone hurting Paddington mm-hmm. makes me furious. <laughs> If I ever meet Peter Capaldi, I will fist fight that man <laughs> for the for the ways he has tried to aggrieve Paddington over the course of these two films. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I don't forgot. care if he was the doctor. He's skinny and he's old, which means that I can kick his ass. Yeah, very I'll true. Snap, you, snap, you, you look at his arms, you can snap those like a toothpick. <laughs> yeah. I There's so much to like about both paddington movies can i tell you, you know? the journey i went on with paddington oh i yes i need to know <laughs> okay so i watched the first I, I was watching the first movie with my beautiful girlfriend casey and i she didn't know she had heard nothing about it in fact i think someone had told her that the movie was bad mm. um i had heard just like universally good things but i'd never seen it myself all i knew was that paddington loves marmalade and people love paddington mm-hmm. um so we're watching this movie we're loving it and then halfway through we had to stop for something unrelated and then we're like you know what we're adults we know what makes movies better often and we decided to enjoy some marijuana midway through the film and then i think just because honestly i do attribute this to paddington and i do ultimately think it was a positive experience but i think just because my emotions were so high because of what paddington inspired in me mm-hmm. casey and i had like a really good but intense conversation about death Whoa. <laughs> on our balcony where we both wow. talked for like a half hour about both of our various feelings on death the things uh you know the ideas that we had encountered that give us comfort when thinking about death and mm. just had this like really really fucking real intense conversation um and then we went back and watched the last half hour of paddington <laughs> <laughs> and you know after that conversation which again i say was good but intense I, I I needed a little soft bear eating a marmalade mm. sandwich uh-huh. uh, to comfort me, and Paddington was there for me, um, and it really just it kind of enhanced the experience. I would say, I don't think this is something that anyone can really arrange during their viewing of Paddington, but if you can, I say go for it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that and then I, and then Paddington too. There's no big story. I, I watched it right before we recorded. Um, and it was fucking great. It was so good, and I cried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was yeah. my journey with Paddington. I and I I think for anyone who hasn't seen Paddington, I think they should watch it. Like I would agree with that. Everyone should watch it. I will Do- say the first Paddington, especially. Uh, there's a certain turn of phrase that I have to imagine was in the the book that th- that these are based on. That mm. is maybe not a phrase I would use. 
uh, when describing where Paddington is from. Oh, sure. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, I mean, the phrase is, it's not like a, it's not necessarily a slur. It's just, it's a very, I would say imperialist type phrase. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paddington is said to be from darkest Peru quote in quotes, darkest Peru. And that's yeah. something they say a lot in the movie, uh, which kind of, I don't know, sucks. Um, but that's why, Hey, that's why Paddington is 97% and Paddington too, where they don't say that a whole bunch is a hundred percent. Yeah. There, and and the other thing with Paddington, the first Paddington, is that mm. the some of antics, some of the antics that Paddington gets up to, like putting the toothbrush in his ear, yeah, right. That feels very like oh, this movie's especially for children. Like this is just supposed to be a a gross thing to laugh at, you know? Yeah, I was mortified when Paddington put the toothbrushes in his ears. Yeah, and but I think the thing is, I can, I can make it through that part like that part is just it's it's just part of the movie like i mean i guess that's the 97 percent. you know it's because <laughs> in the sequel they reference you know he does it but it's like he does it with electric joke. toothbrushes yeah he he the electric toothbrush he says he, he's getting used to the he calls them like ear cleaners or something and that's yeah. funny that no one has corrected him like it that's is also the joke. funny it is also funny the face he makes when he just sort of like <laughs> really vibes out it's a, honestly it's a face you've made when like you're petting your dog or cat in a spot that they especially love uh-huh. is is the face that paddington makes when the toothbrushes go in his ears and that's that's delightful mm-hmm. and uh yeah it, Pad, paddington's very good and then paddington too a, a very good bear yeah the thing the thing about Paddington 2 is then, you know, it's like it's in the trailers. Like, it's very, you know, up front. Paddington goes to jail. Paddington does go to jail. and Which you hate would, to see. Yeah, you would think that this would be like, oh, like, this is like such a, like, bad decision. <laughs> but it kind of enhances every bit of Paddington's personality. <laughs> yeah, truly. Yeah. It's really good. I it, I shouldn't even like you would think like oh yeah this is the movie where Paddington is in jail yeah that movie kind of sucks no it like it still works I don't know <laughs> like everything that I would think would detract from both of the films ends up being in its favor yeah they just it somehow manages to walk a line where they pull it off um, mm. I think I I think a good part of what I think a good part of what made Paddington in, in jail work is that his fellow prisoners are ultimately like also the good guys mm-hmm. um i think it would i think it would be a rougher watch if it took a sort of more uh more mainstream brutalist view that uh, people should be in prisons um mm-hmm. i guess the movie does ultimately suggest that hugh grant believes in prison at the end but uh you know not <laughs> not every movie has perfect <laughs> politics not a, not every movie can be about prison abolition um yeah but uh, you know Paddington makes friends there, and it's uh, you know you love his little gang that he that he forms <laughs> in prison. When <laughs> Knuckles the, McGinty, the, love that yeah. guy. When the thing about the the relationship with with Paddington and Knuckles is what I think really makes it for me is that at at a while while they're making marmalade, um, Knuckles says some unkind words about Aunt Lucy. Yeah, uh, who was a, a saint and a and a wonderful bear. Yes. And agreed. she, and this is where Paddington draws gives the line. his, he, and he gives the hard stare. Yeah. And it, 
just shuts Knuckles down. And he, you know, Knuckles is like some kind of hardened criminal. Uh, and, and, and then, you know, for the hard stare to, to be so effective. And then when, when Paddington tells him, oh, it's a hard stare, you know, I do it when, when people have forgotten their manners. Then Knuckles like, wow, I, I know hard stares. And that's pretty impressive. Like, yeah, that's, sort, of, <laughs> sort of a John uh, Wick type Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And then, and then when Paddington tells him that his, his hands are orange squeezers, his kind of reaction to that is so good. Yeah. Yeah, God. I love Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, he's a very good bear. Yeah, very good bear. Do we want to talk about the non-Paddington characters in these movies at all? Oh, sure. There's the Brown family. Yeah. I like the uh, Brown family a lot. Yeah. They're, they're, I think they're used perfectly within the films. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're meant to be support for Paddington in different ways. Uh, and then they fit all of that perfectly. Yeah. I also like that they, like they do have their own arcs and stories, but they, they never, they're just sort of quietly happening in the background. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really like it. And also I'm, I'm pretty much always happy when Sally Hawkins shows up in a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she's great. She's great in the shape of water. She's great in this. Mm hmm. And and none of the I think the other thing is this family doesn't fall into like some tired tropes and archetypes, like the 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 dad a little bit more than the rest. But you know, it's you know what honestly do you know what specifically Sally Hawkins and the dad who I forget the actor who portrays him, mm-hmm. um, but the brown parents. You know what they weirdly reminded me of? If if you were to make a movie standing that starring those two, do you know what I think the vibes would be? What? Mamma Mia. Oh. All right, yeah. And, and maybe that's just because of the flashbacks to the when the dad was like a cool young guy, but he's still uh-huh. played by the not cool old guy. They just gave him like a long hair wig and a leather jacket. <laughs> yeah. Um but those flashbacks are always really fun. Mm-hmm. In the same way that I think Mamma Mia is fun, so they got they got just a just a just a, like a, a a pinch of Mamma Mia energy in these movies, <laughs> which I think is always welcome. Yeah, I um, I w- I want to see you know I wish that they keep making Paddington movies every couple of years. You know, according to Wikipedia, Paddington Three is in development in some capacity. Yeah, well, because there was a concern from Paddington fans. Uh, because Paul King, who's the director of both Paddington films, could not, at one point, he could not return for the third. Yeah. And everyone thought, well, the magic's dead. Yeah. we <laughs> Hollywood has killed Paddington. <laughs> yeah. And then something, whatever project he was working on fell through, and then everyone was like, he can come back. Uh, so that was the last I heard. And then, and then look what happened. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, yeah, it's, it's and and I think the 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 thing that really is also fun about both Paddington films is both of them have villains that are played mm-hmm. by you know like fun British actors. Well, I guess Nicole Kidman's like Australian, right? I believe so. But the it, like it's you know and they're just they are villains. Like it doesn't have to you know play around. You know, we don't have to solve a mystery. Like they, they just let Hugh Grant give you know villain monologues to himself, and it's great. With, with and his... he's always wearing stunning outfits. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> Too bad they can't find that man with the piercing blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Nicole Kidman is also great. I, I, I really appreciate from both of them that they really committed to just hamming it up and give and giving villain speeches, doing exactly what the movie needed. Mm-hmm. Um, just playing type because it's you know who how it's I it's hard to inhabit the mind of someone who could hate someone as enjoyable as Paddington. Yeah. Um so I think it is it is correct to make them just over the top insane villains. Mm-hmm. That's you know Mr. uh Curry who's the the mean neighbor. He's he also is like nobody likes him, you know. Well yeah, just I mean look that's listen and maybe I should be kind to Peter Capaldi because he is an actor and he probably doesn't hate Paddington in real life. <laughs> and maybe I shouldn't threaten to snap his arms like toothpicks. Um but you look at Peter Capaldi has a face that you could believe he hates anyone and everything. Mm-hmm. He just looks like a hateful person. <laughs> and I don't think I'm talking out of turn here. That's I mean that's kind of his whole bit. That's kind of every every casting director that hires him hires him for that. Mhm. I would I would say even including Doctor Who a little bit. Yeah. He was a grumpy doctor from the one season I saw. Same. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad that we both fell off of that, right? Or it's did funny we that fall we both fell properly? off at the exact same time as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even dislike him as the doctor, or I didn't think that season was like especially bad. I had just had enough, you know? Yeah, I... I was excited to see him as the doctor well, and then I just hated completely fell off. I yeah. hated Matt Smith. I was yeah. so ready for that guy to go. Yeah, I loved Matt Smith, but uh let's be honest, his last season was pretty pretty weak. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> I mean, it's also I mean, look, to be fair, as much as I love David Tennant's run as the doctor, his last season was yeah they, they don't really they don't go out strong, you know. <laughs> not always. Only if you do one season only. <laughs> Yeah, Eccleston, <laughs> Eccleston Strong. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Eccleston Strong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, too you know, too bad we weren't doing a movie by minute podcast on Paddington. Oh, what a joy that would have been! But that's not for us. Yeah, that's not the life we've chosen. <laughs> no, <laughs> we walk a lonely road, but it's the only <laughs> road we've ever known. Truly. Uh, do you have anything more to say on Paddington? Uh, no. I, I, the only thing more I would say is, hey, if you haven't seen it, go see it. They're great. Yeah. Unfortunately, it, um, it's not streaming on any of the big services. Well, the first one is on if you could somehow get TBS to stream to you. <laughs> yeah. That's That was a way that I watched it. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> uh, but the second one I just had, you know, I had yeah. it. You just had it. Yeah, I just had it. So... <laughs> go watch Paddington. Go watch Paddington 2. These are our words. Yes. If there's one message I want you to remember from the official Dunstan Checks In podcast, watch Paddington and watch Paddington 2. So now I think uh, we can take some time to let everyone know what what we're going to do next. You know? Sure. Uh, <laughs> we've talked about it before. We just, you know, we've yeah. nothing's been formally announced, I would say. So this, you know, this will conclude the official Dunstan Checks In podcast, which is what it was always called and never called anything else. That's correct. Uh, and my I, name's always been Diet Coke. <laughs> yes, that as well is also true. <laughs> the, and I, 
we you know we may drop the the next episode in this feed may be the first episode of our new thing uh but but it will be living on its own new feed yeah um and it it will be a show called the 10 in 10 in 10 that's and the 10 the movie in 10 episodes in 10 weeks yeah the 10 and 10 and 10 uh so this is the what what year is that film from like oh five oh i think later than that maybe i'm oh. wrong it could be oh five what if it's exactly oh five what if it came out january 1st 2005 i mean i'm pretty good at guessing uh i'm gonna say oh seven i have got oh seven you're right hell did you, yeah you didn't cheat did you i did not cheat okay uh, so the ten is a film directed by David Wayne that features ten like segments based on the Ten Commandments. Yes, uh, we have, we both saw this in theaters. I think I didn't see it in theaters. Oh well, you saw it early. <laughs> yeah, early in its existence, in its thirteen-year existence. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, uh, I saw it in theaters. I loved it at the time. You hated it at the time. Yeah, I wasn't into it at all. Yeah, but you uh, feel like you might come around now. Yeah, I think I'm ready to come around to it because See, I you like. You want another fucked up thing? Huh? I think I might hate it this time. Yeah, I think we're gonna swap. <laughs> we might a do real a swap. Classic. <laughs> that's a real Andrew and Diet Coke thing. We have done that before. So many times. <laughs> uh, and that's I, cause true. I th- that's kind of a beautiful thing in our friendship. <laughs> there are so many instances where we disagreed on something, took time to thought of it, think about it, and both came to the other side. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, Let's I'm see. Maybe really... that'll happen with the 10. Maybe it won't. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're going to watch each segment of the 10, and that will be one episode each. Yes. Because uh, there's 10 segments. So that will that will be you know soonish we'll get to work on that <laughs> yeah well you know we'll get to it when we get to it i do think we should take a couple weeks off yeah but still oh, hang sure. out and just like watch movies together or whatever yeah that sounds great All over the internet of course for, for yeah. <laughs> yeah until further notice yeah uh but yeah i think i think that is the future of us doing a podcast for now uh we you know we have too many podcast ideas and they're not all good, but sometimes we commit to them anyway, huh? Isn't that's that true. something that happens? That's, hey, that's something every podcaster understands, I think. Yeah. Excuse me, I had a hiccup at the end of that <laughs> sentence. Um, but and then in, in other news, our Patreon, if you are currently subscribed to our Patreon, uh, which is still patreon.com slash men for some reason, um, we... That will still be our Patreon, but we will find a way to change the name to something else, uh, and we'll continue to put out some content there in some form. Yeah. Uh, so I, I presume the Mario Monthlies will just continue until we die. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until we die or Mario dies. Or Mario dies. Yeah, of course. We, can, we like have to respect his death, you know? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, but either way, uh, I don't know. I personally hope that anyone who has listened to every single episode of the 
Dunstan Checks In, the official Dunstan Checks In podcast, has enjoyed it, including the crazy Discord ones. <laughs> yeah. God, those were those some good were times. Wild ride. Yeah. All uh, right. Are we doing plugs? Yeah. But with that, you can listen to me on other podcasts, like Nothing New, a remake podcast, where every month my co-host Justin and I talk about film remakes or adaptations or reboots or what have you. Just something where a movie has been made before in some capacity. Uh, and you can find that at com slash nothing new. And I do, it's on my list. Because uh, <laughs> your kiss, your kiss is on my list. I had which to go can, all out for the last episode, I, sorry. I, I heard, uh, which <laughs> you could find at it's on my list pod.com. Uh, which is a show where me and a group of friends get together and we talk about films that are on our list or on other people's lists. Some, something where someone says, you must see this movie. Or uh, films that make an appearance in the TV show, Arliss. Oh, our, our list. Yeah. <laughs> the money sign show. Someone gave me $10 to mention Arliss on every episode. That's why I keep doing it. <laughs> Not ten dollars per mention, just ten dollars. Ten dollars forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, so yeah, check that out. It's on my listpod dot com, uh, and find me on uh, the old Twitter and Instagram at podcaster Andrew. <sighs> you can find me. Excuse me, I was yawning. <laughs> I'm, so sorry. I'm sorry that my plugs weren't more exciting. Here's the thing. People always make that joke when you when they say, "Oh, when you yawn, it's like you're bored." Uh-huh. I yawn all the fucking time, and I Me can't too. help it. And I'm sorry. And I know you're the same way. And I know you understand. And let's just agree as friends that sometimes we yawn. Yeah, I think I think the thing that I'll say, <laughs> this has been bothering me ever since it first happened. In 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 my you know the way that work is now, I'm in a lot of Zoom meetings, and there's sure. a guy that I work with, and I've only met him over Zoom, and constantly I see him yawning in the Zoom meeting, like big uninterrupted yawns and it's like we're you know we're in a zoom meeting we have to look at each other's faces like yeah (laughs) can you not yeah like turn away from the camera at least yeah he does not do any of that (laughs) i had turned away from the mic for the record i thought i could get it done before it was my turn to talk (laughs) as the issue no that's fair that's fair um anyway you can follow me on twitter and instagram at very cool emily i also stream on twitch uh go to dietcoke.cool uh unless i'm using that as a personal website or i've let it lapse in the future in which case you just go to twitch.tv slash dietcoke 666 um i do some other podcasts one's called go go godzilla that's with justin Kizon, who you might remember from nothing new and also vic perfecto where we talk about Godzilla movies. That's on the Benview Network. Uh, I also do the Big Match Minute with Lily from Ghost Puncher Corps. Uh, if, you're, if anyone's familiar with that show, that's over on noisespace.xyz or Z if you're Canadian, um, where we do uh, what we did. And it feels so good to say what we did for Dunstan. Uh, we do that for wrestling. <laughs> it's called the Big Match Minute. Um, I guess there's uh, you still give to our Patreon if you if you can a portion of the proceeds go to R A I C E S, um, and that Patreon will still be going. But I guess at this point there's no reason to leave a review. Oh, that's true. Well, the the final review. You know what? Please, if you haven't yet left a review, please leave one now. Five stars, please, mm-hmm. and just say thank you. You know? Thank you, Andrew and Diet Coke. Uh, 
fuck you, Jason Alexander, is what I want you to say. Okay, you can go ahead and do that. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, Dunson is spelled with an O. And we're checking out. <laughs> Did you hear Casey say, what? <laughs> Downstairs? <laughs> I really hope that picked up on my mic. <laughs> to all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. And amusings are your musings. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Kayla. And if it wasn't readily apparent from that, we're huge nerds about Disney. That's why we're doing the Animusings Podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the Walt Disney Animation Studios filmography, covering them in chronological order, from Snow White to Moana and beyond. To Moana and beyond! Sweetie, we're not doing Pixar yet. We'll do that after. And that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film. With the hope that it'll be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Ooh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Walt. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.